welcome everybody. You're listening to Exist Magazine Podcast, the podcast for unexpected Midwest culture and lifestyle. This is episode 12. On this very special episode, we sat down with St. Louis local artists and creatives, Calvin Tiger, a hip-hop artist and video producer, Greg Davis from the music group Comic Cosmonaut, and also quietly on the sidelines joining us is artist and musician Stephen Deeds. We had Greg on episode 10 with his band and Stephen Deeds way back on episode 2. Go listen to those episodes to find out more about Comic Cosmonaut and Stephen Deeds. Calvin Tiger is multifaceted in many projects, from creating music videos for musicians to writing music for his band Ursa Major to creating hip-hop with his other projects Tiger Nolo and Ill Children. Calvin is extremely passionate about his work and lives every day to create and design. And on this episode, we dive into how Calvin works, creates, and communicates through music and video. You can find all of Calvin Tiger's projects very easily by just typing it in Google, where you can find him on Bandcamp, YouTube, and all other social media outlets. Stay tuned after the episode to get a sneak peek at Ill Children's unreleased track, Gas Up, featuring Calvin Tiger. Our intro music was created by Dan Turnbaugh of Comic Cosmonaut. Find their new album, Pyramid Scheme, on Bandcamp. And feel free to rate and review the podcast on iTunes to help us spread the word on unexpected Midwest culture and lifestyle. Enjoy the episode. Welcome, everybody. You're listening to the Exist Magazine podcast. My name is Johnny, and today on episode 12, we have Calvin Tiger, who is a video maker and hip-hop artist and an artist all around. Uh, go ahead and say uh, hello. Hello. What's up, guys? How you doing? Oh, yeah. I'm doing real nice. Good to be here today. And also today, this is kind of a, uh, a special episode. We also have with us in the studio today, Greg Davis. What's going on? And if you remember Greg Davis from episode 10, he is from Comic Cosmonaut. We're also here today with Steven. Oh yeah, Steven Deeds is in the house, everybody. Hello. But we only have three mics. <laughs> so we'll, we'll, see, we'll see how that goes. So... Our guest, main guest, our lead guest, if you will. I'm going to put that on my Facebook profile. Lead, lead guest, guest at Exist Magazine <laughs> Podcast. That's the, the hashtag for the for the show. Calvin Tiger. That's right. It's spelled Tigre. So a lot of times people, you know, get confused and say Calvin Tigre, but it's Calvin Tiger. Although a lot of people call me Tigre. Not go, to be confusing. You go by any other nicknames? Yeah, I got a couple of nicknames, man. Uh, Young Greasy, that's one of my favorite ones. Uh, Little Tiggy, you know, that's, that one's kind of new. That's been like a, a hot one lately. Got this sweet little bracelet right here that says Tiggy on it. Nice. Yeah. Oh, nice. Dang, dude, that is tight. No, thank you. These are my favorite colors. Teal and, well, this is orange. Orange is my third favorite color behind green. But teal and like pink or like salmon and teal, that's like my favorite color. Are you a Miami oh, Dolphins fan? Yeah. Only when they're not playing the Broncos, which is my team. Oh, okay. So I, so I like them because of their colors. Like when I would play Madden, I would select them as my team and then just change the names of everybody to like my friends. There you go. <laughs> that played on the team with me. Nice. That was after they let you create a team, though. For a long time, Madden let you create a team, which was the best. I would buy Madden, create a team, start a season, and then when they stopped doing that, 
Then I started playing NCAA football, which they allowed you to create a school. You know what I'm saying? Like my favorite part of those games, of the EA games, was creating your own. Oh, I didn't know you could do that. Oh, I never yeah. got into the to the to the football games. I, I remember playing Madden like on Sega, like back in the back oh in the wow day. yeah. And but like I never got really got into it. But I had yeah. friends that did. My buddy, my, he's still he's still very active with the Xbox Live. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's <laughs> a huge community for it, man. It's so crazy. I know yeah. people that are making money playing those the, games. Dude, the gaming community is a whole different story. Like that that yeah. culture is like thriving hard. Yeah, Twitch. Twitch brought it all all out. At least that's been that's been my uh, experience with it. Like and since Twitch is a, a streaming service, a video service online, isn't it? Yeah, Twitch yeah. is a, a place where a lot of video gamers stream. So when you see these people on YouTube getting millions of views, it's likely that they were streaming on Twitch and uploaded to YouTube, as opposed to streaming on YouTube. Okay. Yeah. That's that's interesting. Like I I only know of Twitch uh, from uh, I follow Paintball and they do, oh yeah yeah they do live Man. webcasts of the tournaments uh, of the lower divisions on Twitch. So they do the pro divisions on uh, Go Sports and then the lower divisions on Twitch. And I I watch I watch that. <laughs> yeah, man. I was thinking about well, like with Twitch, you can stream anything. And I was thinking about like streaming my edits when I edit them live. Um, just because I think it would, I think that there would be, I mean, I'm a filmmaker that loves to watch tutorials or if one of my favorite filmmakers was, or editors was like, you know, here's how I did this, which I do watch a lot of those videos, but if they were streaming live, I would definitely tune in oh, yeah, and man, see the creative awesome. process in that real be, time. Yeah. That would be a lot of fun. So I was thinking about maybe, you know, making one of those. Yeah. Cause one of those you, you make some amazing videos and where can people find you at? Obviously on YouTube, what's your, uh, uh, subscription yeah if you search calvin tiger spelled like tigre t-i-g-r-e in google you'll find my youtube you'll find my instagram probably my facebook yeah you still got, my you personal pretty facebook. well you know I've, it was very easy to find all your stuff oh no doubt man yeah. if you want to find me on cash app you know what i'm saying <laughs> it's calvin tiger venmo calvin tiger there you go you need to pay me you can find me no excuses <laughs> no do you still excuses, have a live though. myspace page I do have a live MySpace oh, page. Check it out. There you go. You it's go to MySpace, back. search Bellicose Baby, Bellicose, B-E-L-L-I-C-O-S-E, Baby, spelled with two Ys. That's <laughs> a, an acoustic slash, I don't know what the heck we were doing back then, uh, group of mine from high school. We have yeah. like a couple of hip-hop songs. We got. I, I made a, oh, a parody it's, track. It's nice to... to, to archive the uh the old stuff on myspace <laughs> yeah i <laughs> actually i wouldn't have like a digital footprint if it weren't for me being in a cast of terrible bands throughout my teenager <laughs> what bands were you in all st louis um, bands yeah um i was in a handful of bands just yeah. on and off we're we're from st charles yeah. st charles okay yep. we're in so st yeah. charles i grew up in wentzville i was a st peter's of Fallon guy you, you grew up in wentzville yeah did you go to Holt or you must have I went to Holt? I was the first right? class that at Timberland. Uh, yeah, that went that graduated from Timberland. So you were at Holt until your senior year, and then it became Timberland by sophomore year. Okay. Oh, okay. Got gotcha. you. Well, no, I was I was taking classes up until my junior year at Holt. Well, so it was my senior year was the complete yeah. split. Okay. Yeah. I went to Holt High School as well. Oh yeah. Yeah. What, what, so what year did you graduate? Two thousand nine. I got okay. my ten year coming okay. up in like a few weeks. I'm not sure if I'm gonna go or not. I guarantee yeah. we know. <laughs> I guarantee we know some of the same people. There's yeah. no way that, that we couldn't. So you guys went to the same high school? I no. actually, I was a Ford Zumwalt guy. Zumwalt, which one? Yeah, South. 
South. I actually went to Bulldogs, the alternative huh? school. Ooh, you must have got in trouble. Yeah, I was a bad kid. Hey. <laughs> Look at you now, though. Look at me now. Um, when I was growing up, I absolutely only listened to rock and roll. Um, however, I don't listen to that at all anymore. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it was mandatory. <laughs> yeah. I always thought... Did all of your teachers have to dress in alternative fashion? Oh, that would have been cool, but no, they did not. <laughs> what made it alternative? Um, I'm not sure how they define that. I guess it's just uh, like secondary. Like if you can't make it in primary... You're going to go, go to, to this the alternative. alternative place. We have an alternative option for you. That's why it's alternative. I, I feel like alternative school in most places is like just pamphlet school. It's like fill out these pamphlets and you can graduate. That's exactly what yeah. it was. Yeah, college yeah. was really hard. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you're, you're like, whoa, what is this? <laughs> yeah. College was tough. Man, it I don't think I would have made it through times. the through the alternate alternative school. I'm not a pamphlet kind of person. I ask a million questions in class. I got to sit up close like in like pay attention to the teacher or else I won't know what's going on. But I don't need to do any of the homework because I got it all, you know, so, yeah. soaked it up yeah. in class. Yeah. Regardless, so, though, we all took an alternative route. Like we're all artists, true. right? Like True. Says a lot about someone who gets bored with a game after you create the team. Like obviously that's like some creative spirit. For sure. Um, you got to select the logos and the colors of the logos oh, yeah. and design the uniforms. Yeah. Like if you had stripes or no stripes, or if your whole uniform was all one color, like that is, that was like one of my most favorite creative express places to express myself creatively. Sometimes I would create a team, play halfway through the season and just make it a different team after that. You yeah. know what I mean? I'd be like, at first I'd be like the sharks and then I'd be the phoenixes. <laughs> or something like that just to know? make a new logo just to just to make a whole new yeah, look. yeah i'm sitting in class and i get this idea i'm like i'm gonna make that when i get home nice yeah. how long you've been making music man um it's been let's see 2013 2012 is like the first time that i stepped on stage for real so when i was when i was a freshman in high school i had a punk rock band we used to play shows at the midwest music pit if you guys remember the of pit. course i remember yeah. the Mi when midwest music pit. frequent man oh frequent. oh yeah my first show that i ever went to was at the midwest music pit that's sick the, the band uh that was you know the high school you know rock band that we followed that got you know popular and played at the midwest music pit the name of the band was jubila Jubila. Jubila. That sounds really okay. familiar. So that yeah. sound. So that sounds like a little bit pre emo. Was that just at the at the very beginning of it emo was when like it was like when it was still Deftones. it was right so at the played, end of new they, metal. They played a sound like Deftones. at the end of new metal. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. When did you guys graduate from from high school? I graduated oh three oh four oh four. Yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah. So, so we're we're you're a little little bit younger than yeah. us. Yeah. When yeah. I was when I was going to shows at the pit, it was like. You had punk rock, and I and that was what we did. We were um, a dumpster fire of a band, and which is funny because two of the members of the band set a dumpster on fire once. No, our band dumpster. was called Nasty Gutter Punk, but we went by NGP. You know, the, the classic punk thing to do is like abbreviate. Yeah, oh, abbreviate, yeah. 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 And uh, yeah, we played we played shows at the at the pit all the time. But our very first show was actually pretty lit. It was at 
Mississippi Nights, and it was a battle of the bands, and it was sold the fuck out. No like shit. Mississippi Nights was sold out. That was our first gig. So why? why Where was everyone's first show? We were all musicians, right? Yeah. So your yeah. first show was the Pit. No, no, no. My first show was Mississippi Nights. Your first show was Mississippi Nights. Yeah. The first show you played was at Mississippi Nights. Yeah. So the first what, show what about I played. You? Yeah, Johnny. Oh, it was probably a basement show for sure. Like we. Oh. My very first show. Well, I was in a band um, with Nick Jost and Joel Kern. And we were called For Sale. That's a good band name. Yeah. Um, we were like kids, man. And we got put on by this woman that worked at McMurray Music. And she got oh, us shit. like planted into St. Louis. And we were like little kids. Uh, I want to say we were like 14 or 15. We were still getting uh, rides from our parents to yeah. get to the shows. Yeah. But yeah, we played at the, it was the parking lot at McMurray Music. Whoa. The one in O'Fallon off Highway K? No, this was the one off um, of the big one. Olive or whatever. It's Where not was Olive. It at? It's um uh, not Olive. Dude, I don't Page? know. Page. It's off Page. It's off Page. Page yeah. Avenue? Yeah. 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 There was, it was it, that was such a cool place. They used to have this so annual sale on Halloween and everything was like 50% off and I got my first drum set there. Nice. <laughs> so yeah, McMurray Music. Yeah. We got invited back several times. They had this cool place in the basement there with a bunch of like stadium seating it was really awesome oh i had no idea yeah it was cool you're a drummer i was a drummer you're a yeah. drummer then um i don't really play drums anymore gotcha um, not even like on the table on the floor oh i definitely kill it on the table yeah, <laughs> yeah. my co-workers would ex uh they would they would tell you they all want to <laughs> fucking kill me <laughs> <laughs> my man's got rhythm patterns. but come on <laughs> i was getting these rhythms with my keyboard and i also i don't use a mouse i hold a, a pen like yeah. a tablet and pen oh yeah and i just like i use it as a drumstick yeah there you go drum line doing all this weird stuff with the keys always on a rhythm pen tricks but i also just listen to music all day yeah yeah that's we, why get, we, we get constant updates. Right. YouTube, that's like my Man. companion. YouTube like, is so brilliant. Surf 100% of the day, all day. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, YouTube is incredible because a lot of times I'll end up watching a video and I'll be like, how many views did I have? 175? How did I get this far down the YouTube rabbit hole? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But, it, but, I, but I also appreciate it for taking me that far because yeah. as a... Uh, Discover new stuff that way, man. Yeah, you, you see a lot of bizarre things a lot of interesting things no doubt you, you find yourself in the right youtube down the right youtube rabbit hole you might never come back yeah <laughs> you might just be immediately like teleported into the machine absolutely like, like what, out of an yeah. 80s movie what's your latest uh, video you've released on uh, youtube the most recent video i released on my youtube channel is different from the most recent one that I released on YouTube because I did that in collaboration with an artist named Morgan Bosman where I was simply the filmmaker and she was the um, artist in, in, you know, it was her music, her, her song and everything. But the most recent one I released is with a group called Ill Children, which I am a part of. And that video is called No Love. Um, what's crazy about this group is it's, it's a, a permutation of Tiger Nolo. And what happened was Nolo was in Pittsburgh for a football game. He's a 
uh, Steelers fan. I don't know why. And there's these other two dudes that were uh, up there to visit, <coughs> pardon me, a Mac Miller memorial because it was just a few weeks after Mac Miller had passed away last year. Is he from, he's from Pittsburgh? Yeah, Mac Miller's from Pittsburgh. So they're out there and Nolo's um, looking for someone to buy weed from and he finds this dude and the dude's like, yeah, cool. I got some. We can, you know, just talk about it. And uh, they get to talking and both Nolo and Hunter are not people that you would ever think are rappers until you randomly find out that they are and you're like, wait, what? And then you check their stuff out and you're like, oh, holy shit, this guy's got it cracking. And so that was kind of what happened. They uh, started talking about music. They're both rappers and uh, they hit it off and decided to write an album together. And Hunter is based out of Cleveland, and he's got a, a homie named Prano, Chef Plug Prano, and he makes beats. And this dude makes like, okay, he's cranking out beats at an absurd rate, like in a day or in a week or in a month, but also all of them are really, really good. Like, it's a thing when you're a rapper to freestyle to beats off of YouTube or to get your beats off of YouTube. And there's always, you know, a, a beats produce like a beat producer's tag in there, right? Well, because we love Prano, we're like, keep the fucking tags in, bro. Like, we think you're sick. We wanna, we want people to know who made these beats. Like, you know, we're endorsing you. You're endorsing us. We we both got these uh, fan bases. Why not just, you know, combine them? And so uh, they wrote a album, the three of them together, and they drove to Hunter and Prano drove to St. Louis to record the album with Nolo. Of course, they invited me in. I brought my camera, started filming a bunch of shit, was listening to the songs, and I was blown the fuck away. I was like, these guys are so sick, and I'm sorry that I've been sleeping on this project, Nolo. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wasn't, I was like, dude, this is coming along nice. It's cool. But until I was in the studio and heard everything and was like there in person, I didn't, I didn't fully understand how dope it actually was. So then I was just like so hungry to jump on the project. Um, they, but they were so excited that I was, you know, excited about it. So they're like, please do something. And they're like, yo, we got a little bit that we got to finish up tomorrow. We got one song that has like, you know, a couple, it has some space on the end of it. You should jump on that one. So the next day drove back over there, had something like had just written it that day, pulled some parts out of something else and just like made something that I thought was nice ended up getting on the album then I had a bunch of like parts around the rest of the album where I was doing backup vocals so this album went from being like a a feature album to being a group album all of a sudden we had a lot more group vocals because now there is up to four voices on the choruses throughout the song and then we were like all right now we're a group what's our name and ill children is what we came up with so our um video that's out right now we filmed it in akron we had a show there nolo and i drove up to akron we played that show we stayed in cleveland the next day drove home on sunday we filmed seven videos music videos in the course of those two days um we just did them like as diy as possible as creative as possible i mean i couldn't even i wouldn't even be able to create a team on madden when I got home, you know what I mean? Like I had flexed my creative juices Dude, to its capacity. I found right. out what my creative capacity was. And so, you know, I, like through all that, I've just fallen in love with this project as a whole and really have put like all of my editing, uh, 
like I, I get frustrated with editing because I, like I said, I'm an idea guy, but I just have a blast the whole time I'm editing all of these songs. Like, Man, it sounds like uh, you came across something that like amazing. is beyond the inspirational value that you thought you were going to get. Absolutely. So, man, nothing's better than like getting extremely inspired and excited and have like the tenacity to Hell do yeah. something. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's awesome. I think the Cleveland guys were surprised. They were like, we're going to do how many in how long? Dude. And I was like, trust me, guys. I know I know you only met me once, but trust me, when we get there, we're going to shoot seven videos. No, I'm a fan. The You have two videos right now, right? We have three videos out three. for real children, but we've only promoted two, so I see you've been keeping up. Okay, Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, no, I'm I'm hip. Uh, yeah, you guys, the posse, like, the posse effect is fucking badass. No. Thank you. Good job. So much. Kudos. I can it. I can tell that you were into it. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing, man, that your your achievements so far and doing all this work, like wow, thank you, and and not only the the ill children, like you're you also do Ursa Major. Oh yeah, <laughs> those are my boys. I was with those boys last night. Yeah, explain that. I I was late on that, uh, but it's the sleeper. It's, it's the sleeper. Yeah. Um, how do you know those guys? Okay. Obviously, completely different avenue different yeah uh, spectrum on the musical scale right i understand how music is relative who are those guys though ursa major is a couple of music school g guys that i got like linked up with in back in 2014 so i was doing music <clears throat> i was doing music in columbia missouri which is where i got started they had like a super super awesome environment for uh doing anything new and they had a really awesome underground hip-hop community. So I got started there. Shout out No Coast, No Coast Raps. Find them on YouTube. Amazing battles. Some of the funniest shit I've ever heard in my life. Brilliant guys. Um, I met Nolo there. I moved back to St. Louis in 2014, and we started. It was really hard for us to book shows here. We booked a couple, but it was, it was different from playing in, like, a college town. And so um, we kind of took a, a little bit of a break, and that's when I met the guys from Ursa Major. They had already been jamming. And, uh, and who's in Ursa Major with you? Yeah, that's Daniel Bradbury, Kyle Cooper, and Derek Red. Those four guys, or those three guys, rather, the four of us, um, we started playing music in, yeah, 2014. So linked up with those guys. I came over to their house for a potential rehearsal. They didn't have a front man yet, but they're, they're just jamming. And I uh, strolled in and just accidentally wrote this whole like song with them. And like, our, we gelled so quick, dude. I, like, I've done so much research on the Beatles lately, and I really feel like our chemistry is similar to theirs. Like, we just got in a room and wrote a song the first time we ever did anything, and it's continued to be like that our entire creative uh, time together. That's and, awesome. And and those guys, I mean, those those will be my groomsmen. Those are those are my dogs. Okay. So what we've done on YouTube lately, uh, we. We have a full-length album that's uh, going to drop sometime between uh, winter and springtime. And that's 10 songs. It's called Flicker. We'll be uh, releasing some singles. We've already released some singles, but we did a live session at Lighthouse Sounds in Alton. Also, shout out those guys. Some of the sickest... Uh, I mean, the hospitality at Lighthouse for as a studio is incredible. Junior Clooney, uh, Clooney records there. Junior Clooney records there, Yes. Uh, the Mind Frames, there's Biff Gnarly and the Reptilians, you know, uh, RIP, actually, because I think they just called decided to call it quits. Yeah. yeah, but they had, man, they had a they had a nice run. So, um, yeah, 
Ursa Major's music, I would describe it as like, the way we actually answered in an interview yesterday was probably my favorite. You know how there's like Captain Crunch, but then there's off-brand that's like Colonel Crunch, like fruits with fruit spheres, you know? Well, there's Chon, and then there's like Ursa Major's, like the Colonel Crunch, but we also have marshmallows, and that's like the hip-hop portion of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Such yeah. a great analogy. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so it's like it's like off brand Chan with a rapper. Awesome. I, I like to describe the lyrics um I know I like to describe the lyrics as a mixture of like Taking Back Sunday and uh like Mac Miller. It's like somewhere between those two. Gotcha. So it's like emo. No, I hear it. Yeah, I see it. it. Yeah. Did you I go to the Taking the Back Sunday show at uh, Ballpark Village last? What was that last weekend? I went two years ago. Oh, did you? Yeah. With the new singer? No, they had Adam Lazar when I went. Is? Are you talking about the other guy? You're talking about the guitar player singer? Maybe. I never remember his name. I, I think it was know. Fred. Are the guys from that band uh, in any way? assisting with your other musical endeavors not at all not at all no no maybe in like a supportive role like nice work it's looking good keep it up but not in a i mean my hip-hop side of my life and my diy slash every other side of my life are like two different worlds i kind of live a a dual life in that in that sense and it's really hard to get them to bridge the gap though a lot of gaps have been bridging lately um, I linked up with this clothing company, this clothing label called The Love Movement. You can find them at love underscore MVMT. Those guys are amazing. Um, you play a show with The Love Movement, and all night you're in a room full of people wearing shirts that say love. You see love 10,000 times that night. Nice. Beautiful. And, and the music is always super eclective, uh, eclective, eclectic. They have, um, yeah, they'll have like anywhere from like uh, a soul band to a hip-hop act to spoken word um over to acoustic singer songwriter you know what i mean they they really curate a vibe more than they curate a bill and i think that's why their shows have been so successful we just tiger nola just played one with them in chicago a few months back and it was it was an art show in an art space with a full like that sounds like a good prearranged time. bill. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty amazing. I bought some crystals from uh, a lady that was there. Actually, both Nolo and I bought crystals that go with our color coordinated matching onesies and <laughs> clothes there that you have it. are sponsored <laughs> by the Love Movement. That's all you need to know. <laughs> yes, it's <laughs> yeah. amazing. Red, <laughs> cool man. If you if you guys are into like fashion clothes or anything of the sort please check out yeah love movement we'll do there. man love movement. it's wearable art for sure cool yeah that's awesome i'm into that i get you guys hooked up with some oh this is a love movement shirt right here this is their logo okay now that i'm uh realizing it. that's a pretty cool yeah. shirt yeah oh thank you awesome yeah ebiz is the owner of that um he's he's amazing he'll just drop by every once in a while and be like yo t gray i got you some shirts and just give me like three of them. I'm like, sweet. And most of them I end up giving away to other people for other reasons. But, you know, I'll at least take a few pictures in them before before I give them away. Awesome. Awesome. So, it's dude, sweet. Tell, us about, um, tell us about how you got into like being a creative. Like, what's your story? Like, how, how did you how did you know that like you wanted to like just have a free creative spirit? 
Because I mean, it sounds like it's just flowing out of you. Like oh, you just you're shit. nonstop Thank you. right now. Um, I I really don't know, man. I just feel like uh, it's just I'm trying to be the most me, and the more me that I feel like I'm being, the more that stuff just happens. I get that it. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I uh, <laughs> I've blown off things that you know maybe you shouldn't blow off if you're trying to be an adult. But I'm like making advances in my um, artistry because of these, you know, the ways that I've managed my decision making. Yeah, and and that's what you know. I, ultimately, I want to be the goat, man. I want to be the. I want to be, and I think I am on my way. I'm pretty close, maybe. I'm not sure. I probably should do some research. But I want to <laughs> be that dude that's like that director. But, yo, he's that he's that musician. He's that rapper at the same time. It's like, yeah, Tigre, the, the filmmaker. Yeah, Tigre, the fucking Tiger Nolo guy. Oh, shit. The fucking Ursa Major guy? Yeah. The fucking love movement guy. Yeah. That's, no. yeah, that's, yeah, exactly what you are right now. That's awesome, oh, man. Fucking rock and yeah. roll. Thanks. No. People are people are seeing that drive, the man. Goat. I think I think honestly, I think that's what everyone sees in you. Like really, yeah. Obviously, you're aware that you see it in yourself, but <laughs> anybody that like knows you or knows of you, yeah, uh, just like damn, he's got something else. Damn, he's got another thing. Damn, just like it, you're very consistent and. Uh, yeah, you've been putting out a bunch of quality work, man. Man, thank you so yeah, much. Uh, kudos to the drive. Uh, I appreciate that, man. Uh, sometimes I feel like maybe I'm splintering myself with the with the same you know amount of activities, and I have to try to you yeah, know. Yeah, like what's a what's a typical day like for you right now? Uh, well, I wake up sometime between ten and eleven. Probably get out of bed between, you know, I try to get my day started, like showered, everything ready. Like I can turn on the computer and start working by noon. And then um, depending on what kind of day it is, there might be a meeting. There might be, you know, I might be getting together with somebody to discuss a music video. I might be going to a studio to shoot something or I might be uh, just editing at home. It kind of comes in waves where I'll have a bunch of shoot days and then a long period of editing and this and that speckled in between but um things really remain pretty tame usually until like i don't know six or seven then there's always a function at night and there's always a thing that i could be uh, like a meeting that I could be moving to a night that's available because you know this and that um, i spent a lot of time in meetings trying to reduce the amount of time i spend in meetings because i don't get paid for them <laughs> but it seems to be um, one of the best places to discuss ideas and to get to know people. And in St. Louis, it's kind of a weird it's kind of a weird market because there's a film community, but not really a film industry. Yeah. And I would say the same with the music. There's also like a really there's a lot of different music communities, but n- not no, really an industry. Support it. Yeah. So there's a lot of um, for me, I, I deal a lot with like individuals i don't do a whole lot of business with businesses anymore i used to but i i just kind of grew away from it um and usually there's i don't know some sort of meeting that we could have to discuss something or a function and if there's not then i'm just like working on a i'm probably working on an ill children video or something like i i really lately have been quite obsessed with just being as good at everything as I can possibly be and just putting almost every minute of my life into it, 
But then I also spend a lot of time just fucking off playing a game on my phone. <laughs> Tune Blast. I'll be fucking playing Tune Blast sometimes for 45 minutes, man. Tune Blast? Right. What the fuck is Tune Blast? As someone that... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what Tune Blast oh, is. Oh, dude. Either. It's one of those brick-breaking games where you get oh, the like three bricks crush in a row. or whatever? Yeah, it's oh, like okay. that. Yeah. Gotcha. No, I was going to say, uh, I always find it hard. It's really difficult. The one thing that I always like could be doing... No matter what time, yeah. No matter what I'm doing, hanging with the fam, doing work at work, just like you know, my mind could be places. I'm always trying to write, like poetry, like oh yeah, and Fuck stuff. Yeah. How do you find time to do that kind of stuff? Like to really Shit. sit down, get conceptual with words, yeah, for reps. Right. It's it. That's a great question. It's been quite a process for me um, over the over the years. So like growing up, I would make up a song in my head in five minutes in the shower or I would just have this freestyle or whatever and I didn't know you know I would ask questions like you ever you guys ever just like write a song real quick just it just falls out of you and they're like what no I'm like okay so but for a lot of people it's that way as well I just didn't know that many people at the time and so I finally started taking it serious when I was like 21 I didn't even start trying to do anything and at the at that time, what I would do is I, I would just listen to, I mean, I don't even remember, to be honest. I think I was just, I would listen to stuff, and while it would play, I would just kind of have ideas and then write. So, like, music with lyrics in the background, and I'm, like, writing just kind of, like, as things, you know, feel in different ways or whatever. And then there would also be times where you lock yourself in a room, and you just go at it for 30, 45, an hour, an hour and a half, whatever, and then you get something knocked out. My process has changed quite a bit since then. What it's become lately is like I've allowed filmmaking to become so much more important than everything else. I haven't really s taken time to sit down and write frequently, which is what you need to do if you want to be a fucking great writer. So what I've resorted to is that um, sort of it falls out of you when it hits you sort of mentality which is not where i want to be because i want to be writing a lot more um where do i find the time i, I guess i really don't right now <laughs> but every now and then like one of those free nights like a free tuesday night monday nights and tuesday nights and wednesday tuesday and wednesdays are usually pretty free but thursdays functions fridays saturdays you know monday even is popular for functions because it's like Let's get that Sunday and a half out of our way and just have a couple beers tonight and talk about it. Man, I hate functions. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I love functions. I thrive at the functions, man. I'm like, hey, what's up? I'm T. Great. Nice to meet you guys. What do you like? I just love talking to everybody. Yeah. I get that from my mama. Yeah, you're very easy to talk to. She. And so you is my mom. Say. Like you, you, you are definitely passionate about what you do. Thank you, thank you. Um, I I hope that everyone can, uh, you know be passionate as fuck about what they what they do i'm and and i th i see that in you when we were talking about the museum and uh yeah I, it was great energy right when we first met plus i met you through steven deeds who was like if you meet somebody through steven deeds they're a friend yeah for sure that's steven, the right people steven's a friend for sure say hi steven good job steven thanks guys hi everyone are you all enjoying the podcast Applause well, sign yeah, is going, is blinking in up. here. <laughs> <laughs> Hooray. So if, you're, if you're liking the podcast, give uh, Tiger a follow on Instagram at 
Calvin underscore T Gray. There you have it. Calvin underscore T Gray. So, dude, tell us a little more about your video endeavor. How'd you get into video of all things? Yeah. Uh, did you did you go to school? I did go to school, but I got into it before that. Okay. Which, I mean, I feel like most film school kids get into it before. <laughs> it's not like, yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what? These guys yeah. accepted me. I'll just... Uh, so, man, I got into it through uh, a little bit of two things. Uh, skateboarding got me the camera. I used a camera for, you know, I wanted to film myself and my homies skating. This was like 1998, probably. I had a Sony Handycam that my dad had let me use with Hi8. Uh, I guess that's like, it's not it's not quite VHS. It's still tape, but it's not. Yeah. It's a different. It's yeah. a smaller tape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so uh, I made a bunch of videos on that and converted them to VHS skate tapes and just like random. Uh, I would go to like my cousin's house in Kansas, and I had some cousins, and I'd bring my skateboard and my camera, and a homie. And before we knew it, we were, like, coming up with this idea for these, there's an alien in the sky, and these creepy kids are around here, but it's because I had three young cousins that we could make them stand next to each other and do a reflective shot off the TV, and then, like, cut the camera, make a move, and then hit record again, and then it's like, oh, shit, where'd they go? And then, like, we we taped a, a flashlight to the underside of a sled, like a circular sled and then we just threw it really high in the air and we're like yo it's a ufo and just like filmed it like that like at night so we made these like silly videos i guess it was in the vein of like skate tapes and and jackass and things of that that nature and from there i just started then i started having ideas and we and i would have my my cousins or my friends act or i would we would use action figures we even made one once that was a story about a dinosaur named Bad Mike. <laughs> we were at we were at the Lake of the Ozarks, a little family function, and that one was sort of like, you know, like a Who Framed Roger Rabbit situation. It was like there was characters that were action figures, but also my cousins were really in it playing themselves. So Oh, that sounds was, fun. Yeah, so um when I was in high school I would just make videos for for the fuck of it and uh, they get like lots and lots. That was right after MySpace, YouTube, Facebook started. So we would post those videos and just get so much love on them. And people would come to me like, hey, Calvin, I got a, a video to make for my English class. Could you help me out? And I would. I would just like make videos for other people because I just loved it. That's awesome. And then whenever it was, it, it became time to move on, then I was like, or to go to school or pick something. I was like, well, that's the only thing I really give a shit about. So that's awesome. Sounds like you were born to do this. I think so, man. I feel like I was born to communicate these ideas through imagery. I mean, I don't know how to do anything else. Like, I don't love doing anything else that much. So I feel like it's right. Right. Yeah. I had I had a... It's a a beautiful thing. Oh, man. Thank you. I really appreciate you guys. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, Yeah. No, man. We're we're all fans here. Uh, Definitely... um, it's like it's hard not to take note. Like if you're plugged into music at all, yeah, you're obviously gonna come across you in St. Louis. Yeah, and I would uh, hope so. I'm trying. I'm trying to get into every bubble, and that, I feel fortunate in this city as a filmmaker, though, because I I've kind of put myself in a position where it's like if you need live music, like the majority of my videos is live music and music videos, and that's what I love to do. So 
even in film school when they were like, do a promotional for the video. I made a music video called Tucker Time and my friend and I rapped in it. And we, and we said like, we said bitches and we still got an A, you know what I mean? Like, because the film was that, because it was that good of a video. I'm like, all right, I'm like, we're pushing the envelope here, but uh, a, a liberal arts oh, college would, in the middle of Missouri. Yeah, that's yeah. great. <laughs> so, that's great. So, um, as a filmmaker in the, as a musician filmmaker in this city, which there's a lot of us, there's, I feel like my, my greatest asset has always been, you know, my ability to talk to people and network and just connect with everybody. I love doing it. I love meeting new people and just asking them what they do and finding out about them. Uh, I love, I used to have a podcast myself called <laughs> the Friday brew it was on YouTube. If you go far enough back on my YouTube channel, there's episodes. Okay. The Friday brew. Yeah. Dude, I'll look it up. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, I don't expect you to watch it though. I mean, it's whatever. It's whatever. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. It was actually when I first moved to St. Louis and I wasn't doing Tiger Nolo that much cause he was staying in Jeff he lives in Jeff city and I just wanted a creative outlet. So I didn't work on Fridays. So I had, or Saturdays. So I had my homies come over on Fridays and we would just get trashed and it was called the Friday brew. And then we would film it and talk about whatever. There you go. No, we sat great. on the couch, single camera. It's that drive to be creative, man. It's yeah. like, what else are you going to do? Why not have a goal? I don't know. This is like what we're doing yeah, right now, man. We all, right now. Decided, we all decided to deliver on yeah. some weird creative energy. Got to. That made us all get in a room to talk. So, no, thanks it's for the, coming out tonight. I uh, appreciate sure. you guys. And I've been a big fan of the magazine for a long time. Like, when you, when you asked me to come on the podcast, I was like, Yo, guys, you guys know Johnny Pelhank? Yeah, right, the magazine? Yeah, he asked me to come on his podcast, and they're like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. I'm like, hell yeah. It's going to be tight. <laughs> I'm flattered. No, yeah, I, I've been doing this, you know, for a minute, and I'm just trying to support the locals and get the, the community out more. Yeah, you know, doing I, a great I'm, job. I'm just here to tell your guys' story, so I'm here for you. Fuck yeah. Yeah. I got plenty of stories to tell. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> Dude, so many. I like... <laughs> I feel like this could we could go on for a few more days if you want. Like, let's well, just keep what? this rolling. Yeah, <laughs> I'm with that actually. I I need to get it all out. So, what are you, what are you planning? Uh, what are the plans for the future? What are you uh, What are you trying to do with our some major and yeah. male children? Like, uh, when's when, the Grammy? When are we gonna get when's a new Grammys? Tiger Nolo. Jam. Tiger Nolo. Yeah. You got any shows? What's next? I've got answers what's, to all your what's questions. What's in the What's in the what's recent in the forecast? Yeah, let's unpack this. <laughs> So my future is a little bit, there's a little, there's a little bit up in the air and I was just getting ready to, I went on a tangent, but I was just getting ready to say as, uh, I feel like I, because I've been a, a filmmaker in the music community, I've been able to touch a lot more music bubbles than I would if I was a musician and just, you know, just in the hip hop community or just in the DIY scene. And so I've been fortunate for that. However, I don't know that there's enough of an industry here in St. Louis for me to take everything to the next level. It mm -hmm. seems like, you know, I'm starting to spin my tires in the mud a little bit, which is fine. That happens from time to time, but this time it's, it's been a little bit different. So I've been, uh, traveling back and forth through a handful of cities, Nashville, Chicago, Los Angeles. And I've been just, I think that I've settled on Chicago. I think Chicago is going to be the move for me a lot of the music videos coming out of Chicago that I've fallen in love with that have inspired me are the same music videos that my filmmaker friends are doing grip work or shooting on. 
in Chicago. And so I would very much still like to be a part of that scene, uh, you know, just get closer to those things that are really inspiring me and, and be a part of it. So Tiger Nolo and Ill Children, um, Ill Children, we have an album to drop. That'll be probably in a couple of weeks. We're working on the album artwork today. It's nice. called it's called Family Friendly. Cool. Which it's not. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Well, depending on the family, I suppose. It's <laughs> I mean it's family friendly if you come over to my house. <laughs> hang out with my mom. My nephew loves, loves Slayer, it. so it might be family friendly in my car. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. yeah. Um we have that yeah, we have uh four more music videos to release. So that'll take us through the winter. When that uh, concludes we'll start with the tiger nolo where nolo and i have already started working on our own songs for the next tiger nolo project which will be called back from the future volume two you can find find back from the future volume one out on all streaming platforms but stream us on napster and title because they pay the best seriously but stream us on anything yeah <laughs> yeah napster pays well napster does i didn't even know napster was a thing still they came back. They said, this is what I'm guessing. They came back and they're like, listen, we did this for the musicians, okay? Now you're getting paid better than you would have if you were, no, with the labels, no, I don't know. But yeah, they got their shit going. Yeah. Awesome. And, and uh, if you just go to royaltystreamcalculator.com, I think it is, you can find a royalty stream calculator and uh, you can just put in the amount of streams and the service, so YouTube, it even has like, you know, Apple Music, Deezer, uh, SoundCloud even. And it'll tell you what money you'll make off of the that many spins views. So I've done a million on all of them. I've done 50,000. You know, I've done a whole bunch of increments, even like 3,000 just to see what it is, you know, type shit. And uh, what, what I found is that Tidal far and away pays the best and Napster is second behind them. That's no crazy. Kidding. Yeah. Well, kudos, kudos so, to Title. Yeah, I think uh, I think a million streams on Title is like twelve thousand dollars, but a million streams on YouTube is like one thousand seven hundred dollars. Wow. Yeah. On Napster, I think it's nine grand for a million a million streams. That's awesome. Spotify is four K, and they just send you a check like. Well, you know, you it, like that's if it happens all at once, but usually. Sure. If you hit a million, it's over a period of time. So by the time it's hit a million, that's how much money you will have made from them. So does it just add up in like an account and then you cash out it and whenever you want? Yeah, there's different ways to do it. There's aggregators like TuneCore and um, DistroKid, CD Baby, et cetera, et cetera. You just connect those to your bank account and they run it all for you. So as your stuff's being streamed, it, and you're just profits are just funneling into your account. Does iTunes do that? <laughs> I think so. Uh, so, Reverb Nation, you can yeah. get, you can release a single on all those platforms and all you know all the major ones uh-huh. for ninety nine cents for two years. Whoa! Through Reverb Nation. Reverb freaking Nation, like it's yeah. I I forgot it was like a thing. And then there's a website f- mostly in like the early or the late 2010s era. It, it was like, it was like, uh, on pace with MySpace. Yeah. It was like where you sent people to go look at your band page. Yeah. If you yeah, were yeah. sending Ursa major has one MySpace. It was like, if you're a band in the, in the 2000s, it's like, here's my MySpace page. And like, here's my reverb nation. Oh, I still page. get their emails. I still yeah. get reverb nation emails. Right. Yeah. 
I think Ursa Major right now is uh, number 71 in West Florissant. That's what Reverb Nation sends us updates on every week. Oh, dude. Or number. Like, <laughs> yeah, dude, that's like. <laughs> that's huge, man. Right. Yeah. I think Reverb Nation sends out emails to every single artist on their platform saying you're number one in this chart like once oh, a month. It has to be yeah. Well, ours was saying we're like number 70 in specifically West Florissant. And I was like, I don't even know anybody yeah. in West Why Florissant. West Florissant? <laughs> it's, it's like one person listened to yeah. a song from yours in West Florissant. So like you got all their plays. Yeah. I, I think that's how they do it. It's like if if like a small town yeah like some guy plays your song like 30 times one day then you're like number one in southern illinois that's amazing yeah or something that's it's, pretty sweet it's, it's that's nice of them to like you know break it down for you like yeah. hey if you're having a bad day just know you're number one <laughs> right. <in> west florissant <laughs> yeah, yeah, stay yeah. The, keep your head in the game man yeah. you're number one <laughs> you're yeah. number 71 <laughs> dude yeah, so yeah, I feel like uh, more and more artists keep on rolling out St. Louis. Uh, just listen. Yeah, no, I, I, St. Louis is very soon probably going to have things that could take it to the next level. But I'm not trying to wait around. Yeah, I'm trying to go get it. Yeah, so I'm just gonna go to where it's at. That's that's how it happens. Yeah, man. That's that's but, how. But St. Louis is coming up. Don't let it get twisted. Yeah, they got a lot of nice stuff. No. There, there's there's artists in St. Louis that live in St. Louis that have millions of streams and views on tons of shit. Like. On the regular, I find out about artists from my city that have millions of views on YouTube. And, like, my best video has, like, 20,000. And that's, like, 17,000 more than my other best video. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just, yeah. like, just yeah. I have a pair yeah. of videos that popped off uh, because um, a very, very, very talented artist, uh, Tonina, had played in our show, The Zen Den Presents which is a YouTube series of it's similar to Tiny Desk of musicians playing live music in my house. It's sort of the permi it's sort of like the second coming of the Friday Brew. It like you know, I still was shooting in my basement on the on the same couch or or same couch piece, but it was a different basement, different concept, different idea, but very similarly uh yeah, very similar. So that's I'm I'm glad that we uh covered that cuz I just realized that I need to see where it goes now. What's the next coming of that situation? Because I think the Zen Den presents is sort of on hold a little bit right now while we figure out, you know, when and where I'll be moving to. Yeah. Man, sometimes I feel like um, juggling in as many projects as possible. You're just like kind of always exercising. Yeah. That uh, you're like creative brain. Right. Whatever. So I don't know. You think that that helps? Or do you think that that hinders? It's both. You can't do it for forever. What I try to do it for forever. And I'm, I reached my capacities. Like, shoot a video all day. And a lot of times on my shoots, we're just having a fun time. It's just like, you know, we're drinking, we're smoking. You can't do that all day. You can't do that all day <laughs> for too many days in a row. I, for, well, I can't. I know some people can. But, you know... Uh, it's like I might shoot a video all day and then go to freestyle with some homies and it's just trash. Like I just have nothing in me. Other times, you know, I haven't had a shoot for a couple of days. Maybe I'm on vacation and it's like the best freestyle of my life, you know. So I, it's about phases and I, and I realize that life's really just about phases. I'm 
you're always in a phase of some kind, even when you're up, like that's a phase, man. Don't, I mean, you know, it's a phase. You can try to ride up as long as you can, but the ebbs and the flows are what make it so sweet. So I hear you, man. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you just got to take advantage of those good times and you got to, you got to just like, I don't know, be live aware. It, yeah. Live in the moment. Yeah. Live yeah. in the moment type of thing. I have this bad habit of staring when I'm like appreciating something in the moment. And sometimes it makes uh, people feel uncomfortable because I'll just, they might think I'm staring at them or maybe I'm staring at them. I don't know. But just like appreciating something in a, in a moment and I'm like frozen. My face is frozen though. My, you know, the gears are running wild back there taking notes and writing down a sketch or something. But yeah. So I think uh, juggling a lot of projects at once is a good thing to do from time to time. Go ahead and get yourself busy. Find out what you're made of, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you just like well put for real, just Find show out what up. You're made of. Put one foot in front of the next. Yeah, no. <laughs> just like yeah, go, go go. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Yeah, I always uh, I, I always am biting off like way more than I can chew. Right. And it's hard, man. Just time management. Time management yeah. is. I don't know, but that's key though. That's right? the bread and butter right? of it. Like, you got to be able to manage your time. It. Yeah. Cause that's it's one of the valuable things in life, you know. It's the most valuable. Yeah, man. Yeah, so I've been. Wait, say that again, too. I said, if you want to grow, you have to bite off more than you can chew. Yeah. Steven Some people Deeds. can chew more than 2019. Yeah. So Chicago, is that like a is that like a something that is like. For real in the plan? Like yeah, it's for real in the plan. I'm just I'm doing everything I can right now to 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 finesse it to make it work. I'm even taking a step back from filmmaking in the capacity that I have been in because the what I run into is um, situations where there's a confusion on if I'm just facilitating the camera for your vision or if you're asking me for my vision. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. There's and there's a large difference between that between those two things when it comes to you know doing somebody's music video or project just in general and what i've been doing lately is taking steps away from doing as many uh projects just in general so i can focus just on the ones that i have a lot more of my vision and be a part of and then uh i've been putting in applications to pick cool. up something hourly so i can uh, make some extra money in preparation for the move and I don't, we don't know this for certain, but there's a strong possibility that uh, three-fourths of Ursa Major will be moving with me. Oh, oh well, plus me. So Dan and Kyle are, it's been discussion amongst us homies, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're seeing what's going on. That's with awesome. With it, with the situation. Expand and grow. Yeah, yeah man. I mean, Chicago, Chicago is an awesome city. I love uh, it there. Yeah, no. I see all your endeavors transplanting fairly with ease mm -hmm. it's a cool city so, man. man they're really receptive to they're st louis yeah they i don't know it's really still midwest you know it's like we got our own thing yeah. out here bro i tell people this all the time it's the exact baby of st louis new york oh there you have it yeah yeah like it's that it's that new york pace no one's looking at you on the sidewalk. Everyone's in their own world. You know what I'm saying? But you still get a lot of the Midwest hospitality. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. The honking isn't near as excessive as New York, 
but it's also not necessarily like you're a fucking asshole like it is in St. Louis if you honk. It is weird. I hon- I make it a point to honk. I think there needs to bo- be more honking out here. <laughs> it's a it's a way of communicating, man. In in, in larger agree. cities, agree. in larger cities, they just like how do they know they're doing like, something I'm wrong here. unless you know unless you honk at them. Right. Like you know you know you're not supposed to do that, right? Honk honk. Yeah. <laughs> or even or even like a preemptive like, yo, check me out. I'm over here. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, because if they don't see you, I'm I'm coming through. Yeah. yeah. They're not looking because nobody like uses their fucking blinkers. It's not just like, <laughs> hey, fuck you. It's like beep. What's up? Yeah. Yeah. I had a flat tire today, so I had to drive like ten miles an hour down, like around the corner to get to the air Isn't that air the pump. Worst? Yeah, it is. Uh. And this this person was like doing forty down gravoy and like. Just came up behind me. I had my hazards on. Stayed behind me a long time, and then aggressively swerved around me, and then was like flipping us off or something when they went by. I don't remember what it was. Either honked or flipped us off. But I, I was there like, "There are idiots out there." Yeah, I was like, "Bro, I had my hazards on." Yeah. Why? Like, why do you? Fuck get you! Mad? I'm the one with the bad day. Yeah, it's on gravel. Yeah. <laughs> it's on gravel. Like. I know, man. Like I was just, I was just flipping around the corner, man. I wasn't on gravel for more than a city block. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, that's the worst. I actually, I had that happen not too long ago. Man, flat tires. Yeah, they're not too bad. You know, they're manageable, but it fucks up the whole day. The whole oh, day is like yeah. switched up. You're yeah. like, uh oh. Absolutely. Yeah, man. I had it's like, no small thing. I had like khakis on. I was like, <laughs> shit. I was like, I yeah, these down. are ruined. I just ironed the shirt. Damn it. <laughs> Last time I've gotten a, a flat tire, it's actually happened here at the at the house. So I don't. My neighbor's got a compressor, so I was able to like get enough air in it so that I could take it in and get it fixed. There you go. Man. It's been a minute since I've changed a flat tire. In fact, I don't yeah. know if I've ever really had a flat tire while I was driving. St. Louis, man. Yeah. Yeah. St. Louis, get yourself bro. a flat tire. <laughs> hey, those, those potholes are... everywhere. Yeah, and there's tire shops around every corner. Like, so especially Louis. around this area, I'm like, hmm, yeah, I bet you guys are doing pretty well <laughs> considering <laughs> there's more... Like the potholes are just assholes at this point. It's just oh, like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. How long have you been in St. Louis? Um, I've been living in St. Louis since 2014. Okay. Before that though, I had bounced around between South City. Like I bounced around between Dogtown, South County, Arnold, Fenton, uh, Afton, Lime. And at the same time, I, that was I lived with my mom and then my dad, and he had lived in a bunch of different places out in West County, so I'm pretty hip to a lot of areas over there. But then I moved in with my dad in, in Wentzville in um, 20, uh, shit, I don't know, I was, I was 14 at the time. So it would have been 2004, okay. 2003, 2004. And so I was like, I was in Wentzville for four years, and then I was in college for s- six years. I was in Columbia for six years. No, five years, and then... Wentzville for one more. That was 2014. I came back to St. Louis. So I felt like I wasn't in St. Louis, though, until 2014 because that's – I didn't know the music community here. I didn't even know, like, any – I didn't even – I didn't know about Cherokee Street or the, the Delmar Loop or Webster Groves. I had totally been, like, a kid when I lived in actual city of St. Louis. So when I got back as an adult, I loved it, though. Yeah. Yeah, I had, like, a – I had to find it late uh, in my – my late 20s man being Uh, being out there like in st charles that whole area it's uh really hard to get down here 
like a There's lot a of times. There's a few of us that make it. You're like yeah. proud of like your friends who did it. You're like, good job, man. Yeah, like, like you so made it. Welcome to the team, Brody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that place. <laughs> yeah, yeah I frequently uh, feel that way. Yeah. It's very, yeah, it's it's very different worst. growing up out there and knowing about the city. So, and still to this day, like my friends that live out there, are like I'm not coming down there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. All That's my silly. all my people from St. Charles are like, man, it's too no, far of a drive. You, you gotta come to us. I gotta cro- I gotta cross the river. Yeah. They're like, bro, why would we come to your small house when I have this giant house with a backyard and dogs, <laughs> exactly. and we can barbecue and grill? I'm like, we can do all those stuff in my house, except there's a quick trip around the corner in case we run out of shit. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know uh, what I'm saying? It's my, like my I got a Seven Eleven within walking distance. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No. No, I love St. Louis. Um, yeah, no, we're fortunate to have you, man. Uh, how do you well, feel? Thank how, you. How do you feel about the the small St. Louis rap scene, the little Yo. creative community we have? Man, well, there's multiple of them, and they don't know about each other. And I'm trying to bridge them, bro. Like straight up, I I have functions where, like, I'll just have like a get together at the Zen Den. That's my crib. I'll just have like people come over there and I'll realize I'll just say, Oh wait, this handful. Oh, you know who else I should invite these people? Cause they never met before. And especially when it comes to the love movement. Um, I just believe in the brand and the label and their, their message so much that I'm constantly trying to bring people that I know for sure. Don't know the love movement people into like their community. So, um, trying to get everyone to intermingle. And so, uh, for my birthday this year, I think I'm going to do like a party where, I specifically invite like specific individuals that I need to meet each other so we can get this industry, you know, give the industry will never be here unless there's a reason to have the industry here. Right. Um, in, in those capacities, you know, yeah, we need people like us doing this. Yeah. Yeah. Like we need to build it and make a, and make it a foundation because without it, it, it's just everybody leaving and, and finding another place to do it. Yeah. I, St. Louis gets forgotten. Absolutely, it's a flyover. I mean, Beyonce only comes here once every two tours, you know. <laughs> that says a lot, man. I'm, I'm for real. That does say a lot. Like, yeah. we don't get her every every tour. It's, I'm like, you know what I mean? That's fucked. There's a lot of artists that we don't get every tour. Hey. But Chicago does. Chicago right. gets yeah. every artist every tour. Right. Yeah, that's very true. And how many shows have you driven to Chicago for because of it? Man, no. P- there's Festivals. A yeah. lot of people yeah. hate St. Louis. We haven't been the best audience. Yeah. We support our yeah. own. But for sure yeah but then you get uh, failures like uh the last Lou fest like that fell through yeah there's just some oh that's that shit is so disheartening yeah. you got vans and, getting robbed and, uh, and i'll tell you, you know. what man like i don't know what it is but it just there's not enough people who give a fuck right. like yeah. in the same way it's like the creatives are out there creating and then the the people like putting it on they're not typically the ones that are creating everything they're typically somebody no one knows how they got there <laughs> yeah you know I mean? it's like what's going on uh so there's there's plenty of you know politics if you will like picking and choosing a, or what it looks like to be like clickiness happening in the publications right but you know if if the way i look at it is like i mean you know this is this is probably like the only publication that has even i've even been a part of in any capacity even though i've been a part of like some some more larger ones from some of my other projects i'm like yeah, I want to go to Chicago because maybe the publications there will like me or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. And 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 and, and uh, I mean that that's like that's you know that's said that's said in jest, but I've I felt that way previously, and and I don't know I'm not sure quite what it is. However, 
what they do for those that they do put on is quite a lot. And if, if you do end up being a part of something that one of the publications around here picks up on, you're going to have a great audience. You're going to have a really receptive audience um, when, whenever, whenever they you know, get that going. I agree with that completely. Yeah. I agree with that completely. I've seen <laughs> a few people just kind of like, I don't know, have like a rare success. Um, you know, it reminds me of the the story of um, what's the guy's name that worked with Hayden and Dylan. Um, Eric. Eric Dante. What do you know about Eric Dante? Uh, he grabbed my butt once. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. he grabbed mine too. We yeah. had Eric on the on the podcast. Uh, yeah, we had Eric on the podcast, him and Hayden. We yeah. Both, we had them both yeah. on. I watched that guy's flight. Uh, he's he's in Chicago. He's in Chicago now. Yeah. He's, he moved up there? Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. I'll give him, uh, he can grab my boat when I get there, yeah. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> shout That's outs, it. Shout outs to Eric Dante. Yeah, Eric yeah, Dante. He's a nice he did, guy. I saw him at a So Far show um, inside of an art gallery. Man, and he's. And his videos are really tight, too. Dude, he's yeah. crazy. He, uh. Yeah. He's got a sick style. It's and so it, his unique. live performance is yeah. electric too. Yeah. Yeah. Like he really puts on a show. They, yeah. They put on a show, I think it was at your museum, right? That No, um, it was at Cam. No, 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 no. That was at the Cortex in Midtown. The Cortex. Yeah. I'm an idiot. I don't know what I'm it talking was, about. It was for the <laughs> uh the I think you're smart. Like that venture cafe. They were doing like a they had stage performance with like lighting and there was there was artwork it was there. like a set design it was like a bedroom oh wait it was wait, a bed wait, wait hold on drawers hold on. and stuff it was cool i'm thinking of a different show did you go to the one with when daniel went to uh, you weren't there with for that one it was just know. me caroline and daniel i don't know so which one are you talking about again eric dante collaborated with hayden molinarolo and dylan schnicker and they like put on a show at an art museum and it was like, it had beautiful. That was at Cam. I didn't go. It was at Cam. Yeah. Temporary Art Museum. Yeah. But they had like some Shout projections outs. or something. Dude, it was like that sounds sick. sick. The that whole thing was sick. There was lighting. Yeah. There was, was like I saw pictures. Sculpture. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was really cool. I wish I could have been to that. They had awesome advertisements too. Like yeah. you would probably dig it video style. Oh hell yeah. Yeah. Dude, Cam always has nice stuff. You know, one time I filmed. A live, private performance of Peaches at Cam. Oh like, wow! Like sucking on my titties, like you won him, like that Peaches, <laughs> like that artist, yeah. That's and she awesome. was wild, man. I I felt inspired after watching her set because she was just like so sexually free. I was like, whoa! The audience was like, it's not an environment that I was in usually. Like, yeah. It's just, I don't know. It was it was pretty incredible though. Like that, yeah, and that was super artsy too like the clothes she had on she had this necklace that was like a rope with a bunch of like actual like to size like tits on it just like hanging <laughs> like off this off this ne this like rope it was like I'm with, with like, a, like a gold chain underneath it i was like <laughs> whoa what is going on she had on this she had a mohawk like a blonde mohawk and the she came out in a full on what she entered the stage with was like uh, a character from Sesame Street, like a red furry or like a pink rather furry suit that zipped up all the way to her neck. So you couldn't see her 
she just had her hands free but like her feet were covered her whole body it was just like this giant pink furry suit and then she stripped it down and she was like practically naked with those like the most like bizarre necklace i've ever seen in my life and she just yeah just threw down like a punk rock that's awesome dj set it was fucking sick that's crazy yeah yeah i got to watch it through my camera what's really cool about filming live music or interviews or whatever when i watch them back i'm like that's my actual memory that's how I experienced the event because I was looking through my viewfinder. Or I was looking through my, my camera in some capacity. So what a lot of times what you guys see is like what is truly what I'm actually looking at, the way I see it. I always I like it really like when it like it, you see that like in some of your videos, like it's just like you and your homies kicking it. It's like you could tell that like that stuff is authentic and genuine. It's like you take your camera with you and you capture what it is you're doing it's like i don't know that's in, the, in the day and age of yeah. vlog yeah like it's cool that you're like presenting it in like rap and you're kind of like i don't know you we, we can see what you're doing throughout the day it's like vlogging cool on the internet man i really it's, thank it's you interesting it's an interesting place to be in 2019. No doubt. I feel so fortunate. I fell in love with filmmaking and started doing video at a time like now, like to to be like in it at a time like now. I think video and filmmaking is pretty much at its peak. Like art always stays where t- the tip of technology is, you know, mm-hmm. and they, they're doing some pretty Im- incredible things nowadays. I mean, you can look at like, like, AR augmented reality is even so insane. Yeah, that's true. Now they have games yeah. now where you put the Oculus on your head and you look around the room and you're seeing the room except now it's a horror film stylized game and what might be around the corner of your own house. I don't know. Maybe you should go it's the look. Future man. It's the future yeah. augmented reality. Yeah. Body suits we just oh. walk around and yeah. give me the driverless car please oh yeah asap i need (laughs) naps man they're coming (laughs) oh that'd be great i can't wait Uh, i used to wish that i could do homework in the in the car while i was driving because in college i would always have like i I traveled a lot you know to go see homies at other schools or visit a friend or even just the columbia drive man it's like yeah if i if i could start writing my paper in these three hours such a wasted time i know (laughs) Yeah. But then you gotta dig deep, man. You're like listening to music. Like this is the only yeah. time I get to free my brain. Yeah, yeah. Do it as much as you can. Right. Yeah. That's a place where I write a lot of songs in the car. Yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. I yeah. only listen oh, yeah. to instrumental. Run it back. Yeah. Just hit the back button. Just yeah. run the yeah. instrumental back. Yeah. That's, that's yep. like my sanctuary for listening. Anyway, like I I have to be in my car driving and listening to music for my mind to really set free. I'm addicted to my headphones. Like I'm always in it. You always have those earbuds. Always in it. Like Uh even I just listen to my headphones in my car. It's crazy. That's not entirely safe. Yeah. If you're talking to somebody, I feel like it's safe because you can still hear the cars outside of you. Yeah. What if somebody's honking? Uh, (laughs) I'm sure there's times. I'm sure there's times (laughs) I missed it. (laughs) I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Depending on what I'm listening to. Yeah. I'm a very uh, wide range what i listened to so they could have caught me yeah what do you like oh man what is, uh, what what has been hot lately 
for you and what are some things that are always around man um today okay so lately i've really been into kind of like uh just like popular r&b from the 70s so literally okay dude anything that you would see in like a gangster film like somebody's like okay somebody called me a granddad the other day granddad <laughs> like, so, so we're talking like grandpa like dean martin like no, Rat Pack? No. No, no, you said uh, 70s, no, right? Like, R&B. Uh, yeah, yeah, like Motown I'm hits yeah, and Motown. stuff. Like Stevie Wonder and like, uh, man, just countless. Um, I heard this song. Oh, I'm terrible with band names. YouTube is my saving grace because it just right. continues to play awesome stuff. Uh, I heard the song Bobby Womack. You ever heard of Bobby Womack? Sounds familiar. Dude, you gotta look him up. It does Bobby sound Womack, familiar. Most pimp motherfucker ever. Uh, I was listening to a song the other day. It ended up being the sample uh, to "My Name Is" by Slim Shady. I shared it with you. Um, forgot that guy's name too. Is this is a sample of it? Bobby Womack. Bobby when did Womack. You, when did you say yeah. it? Across one hundred and look at his shades. Street. His shades are sick. Yeah, he's Ooh, awesome. He's got a nice pinky ring, man. He's really good. But it says a lot about a man when he's got a, a nice pinky ring. I also just recently listened to, it's funny, I, I heard you say Deftones earlier. Yeah. Uh, I listened to White Pony for the first time in like oh, um, dude. That's pretty classic. Good. six yeah. years. Yeah, it's uh, it's getting ready to have its anniversary. 25th? I saw that in an article. I was like, I'm going to listen 25th anniversary? It's got to be, right? Um, I'm not sure. Wow, is it really that old? Also, that came out uh, in 93? I listened to uh, Jane Doe by Converge. That's like one of my favorite bands. That's Converge? Like, that's like my... Converge Go is crazy, the band. be angry guy. For those, oh, yeah. lis- for those listening, he just did like... Uh, a, a <laughs> it, was a drum, it was a drum crash. That was definitely that's a crash. Was. No, <laughs> it was a windmill crash. Yeah. Oh, that was the windmill punch? Yeah. yeah. Dude... Uh, you got to be careful at those shows. But other than that, man, hip-hop is like my true love affair. Yeah. Um, right now, I'm really like into positive stuff for some reason. I keep on just finding like these positive songs. Yeah, those uh, are fun. <laughs> I love them. Positive. Yeah, they're becoming more and more like, I don't know, accessible, I suppose. Or, or not accessible, but like at first positive songs were kind of corny. You know? Dude, they totally are. Like I go in phases with like shit that's like has value. Yeah. And shit. And like I'm always like on this wave of like, do I really care about concepts right now? No. You know? <laughs> Stream of consciousness. Oh, it's fun. I like it when it's just like real ignorant and fun and just like kind of hip with it yeah. rather than just like super philosophical and conceptual. But I go in waves. Sometimes yeah. I think conceptual shit is corny. Right. Sometimes I'm really moved by it. <laughs> I'm yeah, like, yeah. dude, that is the most genius shit ever. Yeah. But... I find that same beauty in like just kind of some fun stuff that you know, just for the sport, you know, because yeah. it's goddamn sport. What that's what that's one thing I love about rap is it's got so many. I mean, I think the different styles of rap are so much more different than the other styles of music. Are subgenres are different from, you know, um, I guess because rap is sort of like a, a pretty large umbrella. It's like okay, if it's rhythmic, uh, vocally, it's rap. Yeah. I, I suppose yeah. um, But man Stream of consciousness Is like my favorite Type of Lyricist 
Oh yeah. When it comes to hip hop, right now I go through phases as well. But I love when somebody's just like from the, shooting from the hip, and it all makes sense because you like almost. It's almost like you understand it uh, at like an instinctual human level. Yep. As opposed to obviously, this is the whole like Dude. like Ludacris is always on topic. Love the fuck out of Ludacris. Never leaves. He's he'll be on a feature for a song and say more about the subject matter of the song. The, of the title of the song or whatever than the actual artists are, you know, yeah. he does, he doesn't take a beat away from the subject matter, which is why he's so brilliant and so great. But at the same time, I love somebody like MF doom that just like, I don't even know what the fuck he's talking about, but his shit was nice the yeah. whole way through. Yeah. Yeah. Or like action Bronson, I guess would be a better, better example, not to throw those two in the same sentence, but lyrically, I think they're a lot differently. They're a lot different, but yeah, somebody, yeah, I love this stuff. That's what inspires me the most, I think, is the more abstract uh, thought process when it comes to, like, lyricists. Yeah, yeah, when people are unique and just have, like, a really vast fucking stream of consciousness. And they're yeah. just, yeah, you can have a song that's about uh, ski shooting and then uh, a song about going to the movies and then you can connect it with a line about fishing just like the most <laughs> abstract thoughts coming together and somehow you just like tie a little sew it together yeah yeah. It. yeah yeah one of the first songs i ever wrote i still remember most of the lines off of it but the first line is um tiger print chuck t's keep my cypher complete tebow win on one knee s-t-u-d and it's just like those, what those I'm four, saying. you know what I'm saying? None of that is yeah. like together, but it's like, it's nice. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. put it all together. Right. Even though they're not related. Yeah, man. I try to dress that way, man. You know. Gotcha. Tiger print bandana with some teal and pink shoes and a orange shirt, silver pants. I don't know. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. All the colors I'm not going to lie, dude. That's very St. Charles. I see, oh, yeah. I see it. I see. Oh, me? Yeah, yeah, I see oh, that. Oh, yeah? I see, How I, so? I think that that's like, that's like something that people do out there. I remember. Slam all remember, the colors together? Yeah, I remember people just being it's like. Those monster hats. and Vibrant the, uh, in a, like a very rebellious way, you know? Oh, shit. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I feel like I just always had like a love for like disco type of. Okay. Uh, behavior. Oh, okay. I, and I see that. You know too. what I'm saying? I see that too. Okay. Definitely. Okay. Yeah, I feel I, I feel influenced by like. Um, it's like '90s disco. <laughs> yes, that's how I feel. No, you nailed it. That's it. <laughs> Skater '90s disco. Skater '90s disco. No, that's awesome, yeah. man. I definitely. All your like uh, intro screens and all your titles and stuff—they're always super like vintage or yeah like definitely retro Thank you. you know like i yeah with the tiger nola it. ones tiger nola is a great project for me because Ur ursa major is closest to my heart that's why there's not as much out there uh, gotcha. you know it's a lot more refined a lot more curated plus there's four instruments that's yeah. there's a lot more than hip-hop so with tiger nola i'm just basically experimenting all my ideas and once you get to a certain level of like uh, a craftsmanship when you experiment it's no longer looking like an experiment but it looks more done on purpose so a lot a lot of things you didn't mean to do people are like that was brilliant how you did that man <laughs> you're like oh thanks <laughs> yep all right you know what i mean so uh yeah I, I i've had a great time with that project and keeping it in that retro vein i don't even know how the fuck we came up with the back from the future concept 
but we're time travelers if you guys didn't know no that's oh that yes. explains radical it. man yeah, yeah. explains yeah. it like yeah we're from taking the best and just i see yeah. it i see it yeah we're from burnfield colorado that's a it's not a place yet but in 2030 it'll be a place so okay. is there anybody uh you want to give a shout out to i know you uh you know it's all about supporting uh the locals and you mentioned it earlier that there's a, a lot of a lot of talent out there that that needs it yeah there's a lot of bubbles that don't know each other so you guys got to meet um let's see uh, well, I'm just going to run through my people real quick. Yeah. Shout out um, shout out the Mercy Major Boys. Shout out Ill Children Family. Shout out Dre, Prophet, SNS The Label, Alan, that's my people. Shout out to all of the motherfuckers over at Euro Company on Gravoy and right at the corner of um, Gravoy and what is that? Hampton. It's over there across the street from McDonald's. Euroco. They don't know me, but I fuck with them heavy because they got the best Euros in St. Louis. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Shout there out Love go. Movement, um, Ebiz, and the crew. Everybody over there is nice. Actually, one of the, one of my most inspirational nights of, of 2019, I went over to a homie's in-home studio with uh, an invite from Ebiz of the Love Movement, and there was like six rappers, singers, musicians just chilling working on a project and before we left we had a song that featured everything's made from us from scratch the sample the beat the everything um yeah we just started vibing and like two hours later we had a, a song so if you go to Bandcamp and you search the love movement llc you can find a song called lose control and it's by uh it's by joe lewis featuring dub iz tigre uh shit there's like six of us q from um i uh, can't remember the names of anything all of a sudden but that's how it happens when uh you juggle everything all at once <laughs> yeah <laughs> no nah, man you know what i'm saying that moment honestly yeah. yeah just forget about a lot of stuff but <laughs> um yeah those are all my people love cool, them big man. time yeah cool, man. and uh yeah shout out my mama shout out my my pops and all my siblings. You guys are why I do this shit. Well, thanks again for coming out, Calvin. We appreciate really appreciate you. it. You know, we'll, we'll try to put up all the links for everybody to find and then uh, and Thank give you, you shout so outs. much. So everybody, uh, big time. Keep an eye out for his work and Greg. Also, thank you for hey, coming out, Comic Cosmonaut. Go thank check you out so much. their new album on Bandcamp as well. Oh hell yeah! And Stephen Deeds has has left the building. But he says bye as well. And thank you guys again for uh, listening. Uh, appreciate it. Hell yeah, it's been a good conversation. I can't wait to he talk He told me more. he was interviewing you. I was like, dude, I want—I just want to meet that guy. So, oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I thought it would be a good matchup. This worked yeah. out perfect. It worked out, yeah. yes. Yeah. See, this is what we got to do. We got to bridge these gaps. Yeah, bridge these people. That's, what I'm, that's what I'm trying to do with Exist is, is just give a platform to bridge the gaps. Yeah, yeah. collaboration is key. Yep. Art, music, culture, Midwest, unexpected, St. Louis, STL. Here we are. Do it for the hometown. This is where we start. Square pizza. All right. Wraps. There you have. And we're out. Less. We're out. Motherfucking family friendly. Yeah. Guess up? Guess up? Yeah, yeah.
Yeah, she will never leave me. I always gas her up with no E. She be rocking all of that fashion over. Don't compare to no one but she. She stay rolling over my weed. She stay rolling around in my sheet. Now the more that I think about it, she don't wanna be holding my peace. Bitch, just keep to your peace. I don't go fishing no more. My bitch, she be wild out of seat. Jeez, keys be scattered all over the floor. Let it out now when I feet. Bitch, she gonna be asking for more. Now she be weak in the knees. Repeat, we doing this shit to the mall. Smoking the zip till it's gone. All y'all saw get dissolved in the wetness She bounce it like tennis Hit it, bounce back, shatter the glass Stone cold with the entrance She know her way around it, she know Denisino And she teaching me to sing both For some good dick and a repo She a work of art, pretty bad like a broken arm She secured a bag, got a special blend of cheddar eggs She love my sauce, I'm a chicken parm, whoa Daddy's back, she put both hands on my camera strap She don't really smoke, still roll it like a shutter She's fine in her mother's bag Modernation with the edits I'm applying pressure to the skeptics I keep going like the credits I ain't sell it, moving metrics About to do a million, a little city Teary is a villi Ass in the Philly, that's my Achilles Ass in the Philly, that's my Achilles Sheesh, motherfucking gas up in this bitch Family friendly, you know what I'm saying 2019 until motherfucking infinity, bitch Should I shout out Jeff City? <laughs>